Yo, man. Um, I just want to say, Golden State's played Portland plenty of times, and they have whooped that ass plenty of times. Starts. You're saying that Steph Curry is going to get 20 points every single game. Finals. I don't really see how it's him this time. I can't talk about it no more after you said Because I know the state of mind that you're in right now. I'm not even going to do that to you, so. <laughs> What's wrong with your man? Like, like why? I'm, I'm starting to not be a fan of him. If we're being fair, I think he's a little bit of a jerk on the court. And he's a little bit of a jerk off the court. <laughs> Yo. What up, what up, what's going on everybody? This is your humble host, Dre and Trey of the Get a Bucket Podcast. I'm Dre. Trey, tell them what's up. What's up, everybody? How y'all been? Yo, man. NBA draft. What'd you think? Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. The top three draft picks are going to the New Orleans Pelicans at number one, the Memphis Grizzlies at number two, and the New York Knicks at number three. I thought the Knicks were going to get it. They had a 14% chance. And I'd like to get an honorable mention to my Lakers. Uh, You know, we were... I think the that we had like a two percent chance of getting the number one pick, and somehow we squeaked in there. I, I kind of like how this draft went. You know, it really it really shook up a lot of things for me personally. Um, who were you expecting um, to get the number one draft? I mean, probably the Knicks, just because the media has kind of pumped it up so much. I'm actually glad that they didn't get it, though. I think the Knicks franchise is a little overhyped. Mm, okay, but yeah, okay. I, I was expecting the Knicks. <laughs> How do you think this draft class now is going to impact the NBA? And not in terms of production, I mean just how is it going to shape the NBA in the offseason? Well, I definitely think you're going to see some wheeling and dealing. I expect to see the Lakers take that number four pick that they got and try to package it with some of the talent that they have and try to get someone else to help out LeBron immediately. I think this is a really big offseason for the Lakers, so Mm -hmm. I definitely expect to see that happen. Very curious to see what New Orleans does now. So they have Anthony Davis, who has been a story this this season because he wanted yes, out. Sir. Now they have Zion. Mm-hmm. Well, it looks like they're now they have Zion. You know, if he, if Zion has the ceiling, which everyone says that he does, wait for Zion to develop and want to be traded. And I think that's going to be interesting. That number three pick for the Knicks, I think that's going to be interesting saying that. What about you? What do you think? So, I mean, like you with the uh, Pelicans, they have a lot of demanding power right now. I mean, a lot of demanding power. At the end of the day, they have their superstar in the making in Zion. And Anthony Davis and Zion could work out to be a solid duo. So, me, I'm thinking as a Pelicans owner and GM, why not keep him and just see how it plays out. Play play them together. Try to win games. I mean, if they go to the playoffs and, and win a championship, I don't think Anthony Davis leaves. I think that's kind of foolish. I don't think I don't I don't think they win. But at the same time, a rookie has come in and actually led his team to a championship. So it's not really. I mean, that's Magic Johnson. I'm not comparing the two. I'm just saying it's been done before. And I'm not saying Zion Williams is going to come into the into the league and win. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's it. There you go. So, I mean, I like the Pelicans a lot more. Also, New York, they could try to package and get Anthony Davis using that third pick. I don't think that's enough. I don't think that's enough, personally. But, you know, they can try to throw him, and I think they should throw Dennis Smith Jr. in there because him and Kyrie, I don't think, can fit. They both pretty much do the same thing. I, I don't. 
I don't see that working personally. But, you know, that's that's an option. The Lakers, we can try to send them the same package that we tried to before and include the number four package. Um, or maybe take out Lonzo or take out Brandon Ingram or someone like that. I personally hope that Brandon Ingram and Lonzo can stay. But Or the Celtics, you know, they can still trade up Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and some other draft picks, and you try to get Anthony Davis. So it's a lot of things that can actually happen with, just because of this draft. Like it, it's, I love it. I love it. Oh, my God, I love it. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned Anthony Davis and Zion going to the playoffs, right? So if Anthony Davis were to stay, how deep do you see them going into the playoffs? Well, I think they can hit second round before getting into a little trouble. And I can see Western Conference Finals because you have Anthony Davis, superstar. You have Julius Randle, who's a 20-10 and 10 caliber player. He actually averaged 20-10. and 10. Uh, had a couple 30-point games this year. The man's a solid playmaker, 6'9", strong, athletic. Not wildly athletic, but athletic enough. You know, mobile, can pass the ball a little bit. I like him. And he was on the Lakers. I miss him. Uh, Drew Holiday, solid defender. Uh, they have a lot of interesting pieces out there that could actually play their roles. They They swept the Blazers, who are in the Western Conference Finals right now. So... And that was just last year. Just saying. So, I could see them getting to the Western Conference Finals, potentially. Especially if Anthony Davis is playing well, because it's hard to stop him. And especially in a seven-game series. Gotcha. Especially in a seven-game series. What do you think? I don't know that I'm sold on them going to the Western Conference Finals. I think that's aggressive. I think we have to kind of wait and see what's going to happen in this offseason. Zion unless he is one of those prodigies like a a Magic Johnson or a Tim Duncan, he's probably going to have one of these adjustment curves, and I don't know that's going to be enough for the Pelicans to get to the Western Conference Finals. Um, The West is stacked, as we all know. You know, they probably would have to run up against the Warriors or the Rockets or now the Blazers or the Nuggets. I don't know that they're able to do that, but, I mean, you know, we're, we're always open and willing to see. So who knows? We'll see. I also think that in terms of Zion, I don't know that I'm as sold on him as everyone else is. So I do think that, you know, from what I've seen so far, he definitely seems talented. You know, I think the college season is a little short, so I definitely want to see him play 82 games. I want to see him develop that jump shot. I want to see him lose weight. He's a little bit heavy for me, but, you know, we'll we'll see. You know, we'll see, man. I, I, I can't say that I see him as the the prodigy that quite everybody else is. To me, he's more like a, a Sean Kemp and a Blake Griffin, which I think is still very, very good. I just want to say he moved around quite well during the season. And he was very mobile. I mean, with Zion, you're going to get what you're going to get. You're going to get a, you're going to get an all star. You're going to get like a quality player. I'm not saying he's an all star in his first year, but you're. You're getting a very good player as a rookie. And adding that to that team that I just described, Western Conference Western Conference Finals, very possible. Especially adding Anthony Davis. I don't know why you don't believe in Zion. He was very consistent over the course of the whole year. And then he had the injury, cool, came back, and then showed that, hey, I can shoot a three. He made a three a game after the injury. So the boy shows progression already. 
He shows that he wants. He just wants to play ball. He just wants to hoop. He wants to win. He wants to have fun and play with his boys. That's it. And that type of player is actually going to get you a ring. That can change the culture. And he's box office. I think a reason why I'm not as high on Zion is because we've kind of seen it before. So when you think about someone like a a Derrick Jones, who was very, very highly touted out of the out of his draft and you know he ended up not shaking out guy from Arizona um very athletic couldn't shoot people drafted him anyway kind of seems like a similar situation to me um but again I I do hope that I'm wrong I definitely want him to succeed I just I don't know that I'm as um I don't know that I'm as big as on him as everyone else's but, like, you're making that statement, but you have not watched him really. No, like I watched a couple games. And, you know, he definitely is impressive. But, again, the college game games. doesn't translate to the pro game and, and, necessarily. Again, my example, Derek okay. Jones. You think about a Kenny Anderson. There's okay. plenty of people, Anthony Bennett, who were highly touted college prospects and ended up not panning out in the league. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Zion is going to be on that level. But at the same time, it's like, I just I've never seen anything like it before. I I do want him to succeed, but I don't think that it's necessarily a knock against any particular player where you want them to succeed, but you still have concerns. That's all I'm saying. I won't expose you. I won't expose you. I'll let you live. I'll let you live. Possible trades and free agents. What do you think should occur? Possible trades that should occur. I definitely think that the Lakers should shop around that number four pick they have. Package it with some talent that they have. So maybe Alonzo, a Kuzma, Ingram, some kind of combination of that. And see what they can get. Um, I get LeBron is an aging superstar. And you definitely want to consider that. However, before he got hurt, I believe they were fourth in the West. You want to kind of explore and see what that possibility is going to be. I think they, you should at least see if you can get a couple of these big-name free agents and maybe land another key player like Anthony Davis or someone of that caliber and kind of see what shakes out. Um, what else? Um, definitely want to see what happens with Anthony Davis if he doesn't go with the Lakers. I know we've heard about him going to the Knicks. Um, you know, you've heard random things like him going to Milwaukee, etc. Um and, you know, really just want to see how Zion pans out. I want to see some of the other rookies. My eyes really on John ja Morant. And, of course, you know, the Knicks situation with KD and Kyrie going to the Knicks, or at least being talked about going to the Knicks. Some of the big-name free agent moves. I definitely would be interested to see the KD and Kyrie move. Um, want to see where Kawhi goes. I think there's a lot of emotion tied to that big shot that he just hit. I think if he puts that big shot and that emotion aside, he'll probably leave. Love to see him come to the Lakers, but you know most reports are saying that he's going to the Clippers, and I would love to see, I would love to see Clay leave. Um, yeah, yeah, that one's not going to happen. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just letting you know that right now. There, especially after the way they played today, oh, this series against the Rockets, he's not going anywhere. Durant's leaving, that's for certain. I'd like to see the Pelicans keep AD, like I said earlier. And uh, I listed all the reasons why. You know, you had Julius Randle, Drew Holiday, of course, Zion. Um, you have a good amount of players, and you can actually build off of that. And if you have two generational talents such as them, and one is on a cheap contract right now, you can very easily 
make a championship team out of that real quick. Um, L.A. should try to get Anthony Davis. I don't think the Pelicans give him up, though, personally. And if we do, my biggest question is, will Braun defer? Because Braun wants to get his legacy straight. And he wants to make sure that he's the alpha dog. That's how he's always had his whole career. Um, Quick question. Another interesting one. Hmm? Um, why would you think LeBron wouldn't defer when he deferred in year one? No, he actually just faded away. I'm talking about when no, he jumped in the finals? All year. I'm saying all year. In the fourth quarter? <clears throat> Dwayne Wade had to tell him, yo, this is your team. He was constantly deferring to Dwayne Wade. I personally thought he should have because I thought Dwayne Wade was a better scorer. That's younger Braun against older Dwayne. Like, Dwayne, Dwayne Wade was older, and that was his team. He didn't want to step on anybody's toes. That's a different scenario. Braun is the one who was on the team first in this scenario. Anthony Davis would be coming. However, Anthony Davis is the better player at that point in time. So, or, yeah, is the better player at, that point, at this point in time. So, I don't think Braun will have a fun time deferring. Personally, that's just me. But he's already showed the capacity to be able to defer. So I don't understand why he would be unwilling to show that same capacity again, especially if he gets in the ring. Well, again, as I said earlier, that's when he was younger and he was joining a team. Anthony Davis is the one joining a team. So usually that person is trying to fit their way into the system and get the team going, such as, again, or such as Pau Gasol when he came to the Lakers. He had to fit in and figure out what he needed to do in order to help the team win. Still got his points, but it was Kobe's show. Is that same thing going to happen with Braun? I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I, he's shown the yeah. capacity to be willing to defer. But, you know, I guess I can say Again, like, we're we just going yeah, to keep recycling on that one. We're going to make that up on the jump ball. Um, Kyrie and KD to the Knicks. And like I said earlier, maybe package RJ and uh, Dennis Smith Jr. for Anthony Davis. Try to see if something like that would work. That would be nice because then you get that three-headed monster out in New York. Makes life a little bit interesting in the NBA then. Um, Another thing I would like to see happen, D'Lo, D'Angelo Russell, and or Jimmy Butler to go to the Utah Jazz. Pair them up with Donovan Mitchell. Now you have Rudy Gobert as the defensive anchor. I think you have a nice one-two combo that can get the job done potentially in the West. So it's kind of like a Portland, but maybe a little souped up because Rudy Gobert is better than uh, Nurkic, at least on defense. And then this one just for nostalgia, but Tobias Harris returning to Orlando. I think that would be interesting. Vucevic had a good year. Tobias had a good year. Reunite them boys. Make Aaron Gordon the third option. Solid. And then Michael Porter, his debut for the Nuggets next year. That's going to bolster their defense. Help them make a deeper run into the playoffs next year. Watch out for that one. You already know my ultimate dream. If we don't get anybody, trade Braun for Zion. And uh, maybe Kawhi or KD, you know, comes over to and, and wants to play with us. It's just saying. Pause, but, you know. Okay. I like the Utah one. That one sounds good. I did like that one. I, I, I thought about that one for a smooth second. Does the draft lottery and how they worked it this year, do you think that cures the tanking issue? Pure seems a little bit extreme to me. I definitely think it makes teams think twice about it, but I know people want to put their hat in the ring for that. Yeah, I definitely think it makes it better, for sure. Um, I love the fact that New Orleans got it. I love the city of New Orleans. Um, I don't know why 
Zion doesn't want to go there. Um, maybe he's never been. But New Orleans is dope. New Orleans is dope. So, yeah, I, I think it's possible. I think it's possible to cure it. What about you? I agree. I think, um, personally, I think this whole move is it's cute. It's interesting for right now. But it's it's kind of like a band-aid. You know, it's a temporary fix. And I don't think we're really going to solve this problem until we add a like another entity into this whole equation. Like, it can't just be the record. Maybe the teams come together and say, all right, well, we know this team was tanking, so we really don't want them to get the first pick. So, like, we'll, we, we want... We want the Grizzlies because we know that they actually fought and they really do suck. So let's give them the number one pick. You know, like something like that. And that and then that gets taken into consideration on top of the draft lottery. And maybe even, even you get the fans to actually vote and take that in consideration. Put that as like a 2% because you're going to get a little BS there. But kind of make them feel, you know, involved. Something else, like something's got to change though because we're just going to keep complaining about, oh, well, they're still tanking like Tanking's still going to happen. I don't see it really changing. Like I said, this is more so a band-aid to me. Um, it was funny this year because, like I said earlier, the Knicks had a 14% chance at getting the number one draft pick. There were two other teams that got that had that same chance as well. It was the Cavs and the was it the Bulls, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure. Or am I messing that one up? Okay, but yeah, so we have four. So we had so we had three teams that had a 14% chance of winning the number one draft pick. And then we had other teams who had 6% chances, 2% chances, 1% chances. Um, as I mentioned earlier, my Lakers, we were picked, or we were projected number 11th. We ended up with fourth pick. Uh, we ended up with fourth pick. That was dope, by the way. I did not expect that to happen. I like that one. Mm-hmm. And then the Pelicans and Memphis both had a 6% chance at landing the number one pick. Yeah. Both of them. And they were the number one and number two pick. So only one of the... F- only one of the top three teams, or the, well, I guess three bottom teams, got the top three pick. It was kind of cool to see that, but it kind of sucks for those organizations too. Like that's tough. I mean, yeah, but I mean that's the that's the point of a lottery, right? The point of a lottery is that you put all the ping pong balls in a, a little hat or whatever that little thing is. You spin it around, and you know whoever happens to be lucky enough to get the number one pick gets the number one pick. I think it's dope. Um, I love the lottery system. I don't know that. I don't know how I would change it per se. I, I like how it's currently constructed. Um, yeah, I don't know, but um, you know, you got some good ideas for sure. How do you feel about this draft? Just off the cuff, off the cuff. How do you feel about this draft? Um, because people, it's, it's being reported as a deep class. Um, I like some of the players. I like a Kobe White, who I do think the Lakers should consider trying to draft. Um, I know Garland's out there as well, but look at both of those prospects. You know, a torn meniscus is what Garland had, and I don't really coming into a draft having a ta- like having an injury. Ah, that's that's tough for me. And I, I I did watch Kobe White all year, or at least a couple games throughout the year, and he seemed like a really good spark plug. It could be a combo guard. I like him. How do you feel about the overall draft class? Um, I think it's a solid draft class. I definitely think that you got some players who can come in and make an impact in terms of generational talents and superstars. I'm not sure how many of those that we have, but definitely some pieces that are going to come in and and make some waves. Like I said, Zion, you know, there's a lot of talk about him. I definitely think he's going to come in 
I think he's going to be an all-star for sure. I'm hoping for superstar level. My jury's still out on that for me, personally. Um, I think uh, Ja Morant, I personally would have liked to see him go to the Suns. I think Mm -hmm. that would have been dope. Team him and D-Book together, DeAndre Ayton. I think that would have been a nice little young core that they have. I think they said that the Grizzlies are eyeing him right now, which, you know, sucks for job. But, um, yeah, I definitely would have liked to see him go to the to the, to the Suns. Uh, RJ, RJ and the Knicks. I mean, I already told you, I'm not high on the Knicks. Um, hopefully they get all of this talent that they're hoping to get and it turns the franchise around. But for me, the Knicks just, the Knicks just have just never been a, a relevant franchise in terms of actual success. Um, for as long as I've been alive, we maybe count one year during like the Jordan era. And I guess you can count Carmelo's years, but, um, yeah, I, I think this draft class is, is going to be dope. I think we have some impact players for sure. Yeah, I I think this draft class has a lot of depth to it, man. Like I said, you have Zion, Ja, RJ, DeAndre Hunter, solid player. Um, like I said, Kobe White, Darius Garland, who I mentioned earlier. Bol Bol, who's actually going to be interesting. i like to see what he can do in the NBA. Uh, Romelia Langford. There are just a lot of players that really came out. Uh, Cam Reddish, you know, I'm trying to give my shout out to some big players. It was a lot of it was a lot of good players, a lot of good players in this draft. I'm excited for the NBA. I really am. It's, it, it's getting better. It's just going to continue to grow. Mm-hmm. Like, but I don't know how good it's going to be in terms of rankings, though. In terms of rankings, what do you mean? How is this draft class going to rank? Like, people call 2003 like one of the best draft classes. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know how this one's gonna rank. You already, you already went to one of my questions. So, 2003. Would you say that's the best draft class? For me, it's between that one and I want to say it was 84. With it's one of those two. We don't have enough time, dude. We can't. Oh my goodness. We in 20 minutes. We 20 minutes in. Hmm. See, this conversation can easily nah. That can go for too long. Pause. Okay. I'll say I'll say it can get up there. It can get up there. I'll say it can go. It can it could rival. It could potentially rival the 2003. Mm. Who's Dwayne Wade? Because clearly Zion's the LeBron. Who's the Dwayne Wade of the class? RJ. Mm. And where do you, where who's Ja? I would have said Ja was the Dwayne. Mm, maybe I can see both of them being it. I can see both of them being it. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting to see. <clears throat> One of my favorite parts of the NBA season, oddly enough, is the off season. I just like to see the different changes and shakeups that happen. I, I I get disappointed where nobody makes any moves in the off season. I think you always need to be trying to improve your team, and I think that a lot of the the teams who got picks in the the draft lottery. They have some mm-hmm. good opportunities to really shake up their, their team. I know you're a big Lakers fan, so ideally, what do, what do, you, what do you see happening this offseason? What do you see happening with the Lakers? A lot of turmoil, a lot of crying, a lot of throwing my remote at the TV, a lot of flicking off, a lot of cussing, um, occasional drinks to uh, get myself to sleep. 
but uh, you kind of get the message. I'm going with that. It's, I don't really see a lot happening for us, Andre. We uh, we 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 don't look really attractive right now. It's yeah, it just, it just don't look it just don't look that good for us, fella. We we we're not we're looking dysfunctional from management on down. Uh, there's questions about our leadership, whether it's in management or whether it's on the court. Um, hell, we don't even know who's our real coach. Vogel's out there. That's cute. But J-Kid's apparently being prepped for like a two-year slide-in. So who are we? Are we Are we getting the same BS that we had in Cleveland where Braun is going to be talking to Jason Kidd and ignoring Frank Vogel? Is that is that what we're going to be doing now? So it's a lot of question marks. And I don't see too many people really wanting to come into that time frame. You know, if everything was fine, before, and I'm not... And I'm not blaming Braun on this. I'm saying, like, before LeBron was there, everything was fine enough to the point that if another superstar came in, everyone get on board. Everyone gets on board. Everything starts rolling. People are happy. We're winning. All right, cool. Because, like, like, let's say, for example, we get, like, a KD or an AD. They fit into that system. that They fit into the team that we had. And we could roll with that. But we just got Braun at the wrong time. A younger Braun, okay, he can run and gun with us. We're fine. We have 34-year-old Braun, and our players are trying to develop. We need time. He doesn't have time. I think, realistically, we don't get anybody, and then we should consider exploring trading LeBron James for Ben Simmons. Someone who has time, who needs to develop, because no one's winning. We're not winning the the West in two years. We're not winning. Yeah, we're not getting out of the West in two years. So give Ben Simmons two years to learn to give to get a jump shot, and we go from there. Okay. Um, to be honest, I have no idea what's going to happen with the Lakers either. I definitely want to see them make some big moves, make some big splashes. I think the Lakers, unlike the Knicks, are actually a relevant franchise to NBA history, NBA lore. So I always like to see it when the Lakers are actually good. I don't know what they're going to do. Um, I agree with you. I think there's a lot of turmoil within the Lakers organization. Um, I don't know if it's so much Braun this time. Um, And I'll give it to you. I do think that in his past, it has been a lot of LeBron causing issues on the court in terms of who's going to play, who's going to get drafted, who's going to get traded, all those different things. I do think it's been him in the past. I don't think it's him this time. You don't think it's him at all, or you don't think it's him the majority? Because I do blame him on some of this as well. Like it's not—he's not absolved from this. Um, I don't. I, I I don't really see how it's him this time. You know, all reports have said that he number one, he wasn't even aware that your man Magic Johnson. Come on now! 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 Your man Magic oh, Johnson. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Left. So, I mean, that was the main reason that mm-hmm. he came to the Lakers. He wasn't aware of that. Um, I'd imagine he was aware of, you know, most of the squad being traded mm-hmm. for Anthony Davis. But, you know, to be fair, mm-hmm. you know, Kobe Bryant, who most people are saying are heavily involved in the Lakers organization's decision-making and thought process, Kobe has been on record in saying that if you got to trade the whole team to get Anthony Davis, do it. So I can't necessarily place that on Bron. He's probably aware of it, but I don't think that's his fault. Um, obviously, he's not uh, involved in coaching decisions. We all know his fondness for Tyron Lue, even though I don't necessarily get it. 
Um, they didn't get Tyron Lue, and they got Frank Vogel, so I can't necessarily say, oh, it's Braun this time, because if we're being honest, Braun's not getting his way. So if it was LeBron's way, they would have had Tyron Lue, they would have traded the entire squad for Anthony Davis, they would have kept Magic Johnson. And then he's 0 for 3 for those. So I don't I don't think it's Braun this time. I do think it's more so the organization. I hope they can kind of figure it out because, you know, yes, LeBron is 34 or 33, however old he is. But, you know, he puts a lot of – he invests a lot in his body and maintaining his body. Yes, he got hurt this year, but I do think that he's not your typical 34-year-old player. I do think I expect to see him perform – highly next year and I do think that if you couple him with another superstar like a Anthony Davis or a Kawhi or you know KD or Kyrie I do think they have a chance at winning in the West especially if KD is no longer with the Warriors and you know Clay which I'm not sure but it looks like he may stay with the Warriors but if he leaves you know it just it opens it wide up if the Warriors aren't there I think it's it's pretty much anybody's West so um, yeah, I I don't I can't blame it on LeBron. I, I do think the Lakers. You got to wait and see what they do this off season. I hope they do something. But you know, I'm kind of with you. There's a lot of dysfunction. There's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of question marks. And I don't know. I necessarily see them making moves, but I'm kind of just waiting, waiting to see what they do. It could surprise me. That's all we have, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Andre, you know, you have any. Uh... You got anything else you want to say, or you want to, you want to close this thing off? Nothing, nothing else really. Um, I think that uh, you know I, I kind of want to watch this Bucks and Raptors game. I think I think the Bucks are going to win it, but I'm hoping for the Raptors to pull it out for the sake of my pick. Uh, we'll see, we'll see, man, we'll see. It's going to be a good game. All right, cool, cool. Well, I got more buckets than Andre again today. Thank y'all for watching. Thank y'all for listening. We appreciate all the support. Um, you know, y'all have any comments, feel free to let us know. All right. See you guys.